Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August the 14th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. Welcome to the broadcast. As you know, I've been sicker than a dog, but I'm coming out of it thanks to ivermectin. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the un, one of the great unsold truths about how to resolve COVID. The COVID almost killed me, ladies and gentlemen. I just not. The uh, virus can be brutal. There's no doubt about it. Let's not make mistakes. People debate if it's real. I'm not here to debate that. I'm just here to tell you I got super incredibly sick from something. They're calling it COVID-19 variant D. And all I'm telling you is I am convinced that the COVID, uh, whatever you want to call this thing, illness, sickness, whatever, virus, Whatever this thing is, whether some people can find it and isolate it or not, is beyond uh, my expertise. But I will tell you one fact about it. I am convinced without a doubt that COVID-19, this virus, whatever we want to call it, this sickness, was created in a lab, intentionally done, Gain-of-function research turned into gain-of-function weaponization. And it is an absolute bioweapon created by the global elite. Their front-runners or front-facing people are Anthony Fauci and others. Some want to blame it on China. They're guilty, too. All world elites who want to destroy America and destroy our way of life have literally gain-of-function created this, weaponized it, and they've turned it on the American people. And now the variants that they're weaponizing are being literally strengthened, manipulated, hardened, and now turned against people around the world. They insert variants in populations, and then they let them reach out to the rest of the world. And they want to use this, along with climate change, to absolutely destroy your way of life. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic but i'm doing better much better i got uh ivermectin and disosocline are the two medications that are helping me recover and the second i got on those ladies and gentlemen my lung problems my near-death experiences virtually went away all right yesterday we talked with chris carlson about all things liberty we talked about with joe biden now at the helm america is on the cusp of the great reset writes tom deweese yeah, it's a plan the Federal Reserve has been working on since 2015. Now they're rolling it out in your face. Climate change, baby. 80% of world banks helping out. It used to be called Agenda 21. Now it's Agenda 2030. They're going for broke, folks. 
The rule of law in our republic is designed to ensure individual rights and protection from intrusive government, but it's being replaced by a nebulous term called social justice, which demands that the concerns of the group obliterates the rights of the individual. That's the general idea. It's all been laid out clearly in a new book, ladies and gentlemen, written by this German goof, this, what's his name, Klaus Schwab. Don't think this guy's a nobody because he's serious. His new book is entitled COVID-19, The Great Reset, written by Klaus Schwab. He's, by the way, just so you know who he is, he's the head of the World Economic Forum. Right, this guy is a nut. The Pentagon is bracing for Kabul to fall to the Taliban. So now they're using war in the mix. We were there for how long? And now we give it all up. Not that I'm suggesting we should stay there in the first place, but I'm just telling you what a web we weave around the world in war, climate change, virus promotion, uh, weaponizing viruses. I mean, it's our job uh, is to stop them, folks. The United Nations, believe it or not, is at the center of the storm, directing the actions. That's right. The United Nations directing the actions. The World Health Organization, or the WHO, if you will, sets the rules for global health policy. The World Bank and the World International Monetary Fund, IMF, control money and trade. The World Economic Forum has created the blueprint, ladies and gentlemen, for how all this is going to come together. Yeah, as this big cabal is planning for the great reset, world leaders, heads of state, banks, around the globe, philanthropic foundations, and global corporations are all involved and jumped onto the bandwagon for this reset agenda. Even U.S. federal agencies and Wall Street, and the Federal Reserve are all part of this huge cabal. They're going to use war. They're going to use climate change. They're going to use out-of-control viruses that never, never, never go away as their agenda to create this global reset. Each of these things will regularly be entered into your personal profile relating to your credit, so it'll affect you if you're not a good global citizen, if you don't get your vaccines, if you don't believe in climate change. Each one will affect your personal credit rating. That credit rating scenario comes straight out of communist China, ladies and gentlemen. Come into a theater. Come into a wherever near you. If you don't change your personal habits and beliefs, good luck getting a car loan, home loan, education loan, business loan, living in society. No matter how powerful these forces are, though, ladies and gentlemen, remember a couple of things. We can indeed protect our fundamental rights on the local level, and we can oppose their tyranny. Your city council has more power than you think. Looking at your precinct levels in your city and your counties, that is where the power lies, and that is where you can even stop. You can even uncover and protection for election integrity. There is a great awakening taking place. That is the good news. As people begin to understand the lies of the great reset, the cabal. The tyrant's greatest fear is that the oppressed will get off their knees onto their feet and say, absolutely not. That's what you and I have to do. That was our one with Chris Carlson, by the way, yesterday's broadcast. Hour two, our guest, Dr. Scott Bradley with us, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. And we talked about no COVID-19 vaccine, 
no compassion. I'm going to bring that headline down to our next guest here in just a second. This is critical. I've learned this in the hospital. I've learned this working with some medical professionals. There's good people out there, but really, their genuine statement now is this. No vaccine, no compassion. Now they're talking about the deadly Lambda variant coming out of Peru. They say it could be neutralizing vaccines, new study says. Study deadly Lambda variant could be vaccine resistant. Researchers now sounding the alarm on latest COVID mutation. Art more with that piece. CDC internal report now calls Delta variant as contagious as chickenpox. CDC also says now vaccines cannot prevent the spread of COVID. Wow, they can't prevent the spread of COVID, huh? CDC also claims that vaccines, well, they say they're prevented variants. But now the CDC says, whoops, um, I guess the vaccines may be causing variants. Tony Fauci confirmed that it is clear that vaccinated people are indeed capable of transmitting the vaccine I'm sorry, the virus to other people. Even if you're vaccinated, you can still transfer the virus to other people, says Tony Fauci. Remember this clear, uncontestable fact, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me carefully. None of the experimental vaccines which are being administered under emergency use authorization have been fully approved by the FDA. Not a one of them. They tell you they're safe and effective, but they're experimental at best. And they're under emergency use authorization. Let's not pretend they're safe and effective. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Dr. Anthony Fauci said on Thursday that while immune compromised people may need to get a booster shot. Yeah, they say eventually it's likely that all Americans will need it at some point. So if they're safe and effective, what about shot one, shot two, booster shot, so on, so on, so on? How safe and effective? How many do I have to have for the safe and effective part to kick in, huh? Good news is U.S. doctors could finally legally prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. It's a therapeutic option for doctors and subscribers, they say. This is January 14, 2021. How come no doctors know about it? What a shame, shame, shame reality check we're in. And with that, the good sheriff's finally back. I've been sick. He's been traveling. We haven't had a chance to talk on the radio for quite some time. Welcome back, my brother. Well, thank you, Sam. Mac is back on this beautiful Saturday morning. How do you like that for a summary of yesterday's show? I'm back on the radio, sir. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a walking miracle, and I'm. Uh, we've really been worried about you and praying for you and your family, and and uh, it's a, a thrill uh, to be on the radio with you. You sound great. Well, thank you, sir. And by the way, being alive is a miracle. There's no doubt about it. I'm telling you right now, that thing almost killed me. And I joke not. I mean, this is not an exaggeration at all. Uh, I know um, how you feel. Anyway, there you have it. I literally had to create my own oxygen portable system to get to the hospital. So I'm kind of crazy. Wow. All right, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Sam Bushman, Richard Mack. We've got a whole lot more to discover and discuss on coronavirus and everything else on your radio.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, back with you live. Richard Mack with me, ladies and gentlemen. CSPOA.org. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. CSPOA.org. Become a lifetime member today. I am as well. Um, no COVID-19 vaccine. No compassion. I don't know if you know this, uh, Sheriff, but there is a mantra going around. You know, it used to be first do no harm in the medical profession. But now they're underlying, this is not everybody in the, in the hospital, so don't get me wrong, or everybody in the doctors, but it's a significant number. They're having this attitude, hey, no vaccine, no compassion on you, friend, friend. None. It's your own fault, damn you. And you know what? Get out of here. Suffer, sucker. And I, I know this sounds crazy, but literally no vaccine, no compassion is the mantra uh, in significant circles now in our medical profession. Yeah, I've heard that before, and, uh, you know, uh, the evidence uh, is very dubious that they're basing that on. Uh, they've even said that even though you've been vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. Why would you need to? Uh, it's it's obvious that that what they say is that the vaccine works, but when it comes to write down proving that it does, uh, there's none. There's none. And uh, it uh, look, there's as much evidence that herd immunity is working on this d disease, virus, whatever it is that you were just alluding to. It, 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 it's dubious as, at best. And not only that, according to Fauci's own words, 
it would take much longer than this to, to fully test this vaccine. He said it, that it would take two to 10 years to get a vaccine developed and properly tested. Well, <laughs> this whole process hasn't even been going on two years yet. So obviously, uh, Fauci, you know, told uh, Rand Paul that he did not lie before this body. Uh, but he certainly, if he didn't tell that lie uh, to that body, he's told it to the entire country and to uh, the entire world. And the, the, there's no way that this thing could have been tested properly. Uh, obviously, the FDA is giving emergency approvals, not uh, a tested item approval. But the FDA has a history of doing this. Uh, they've done the same with opioids. And the only reason that we have had a, an opioid epidemic, which we've completely forgot about now because of COVID, uh, the only reason that we got that is because FDA gave approval and Congress supported it and the big pharma donated money to all of them to make sure this happened and th this approval happened. Um, Congress is supposed to be uh, monitoring the FDA. The FDA does whatever they want, whenever they want. And, and so uh, this, this whole thing has got uh, me personally uh, very upset because of all the hype and hysteria and the brainwashing and the propaganda schemes between uh, CDC, the federal government, and the national media. Uh, they ignore the uh, many, many, many doctors and medical personnel who have said uh, that this vaccine does not work and masks do not work. And uh, logically, if you just look at a mask, uh, it does it cannot work. It cannot keep of a germ coming out from the sides of where you're breathing. The only way that the, a mask could work is if it's taking uh, the same effect uh, of a balloon all your breath would have to go into a balloon and then the balloon disposed of but the thing of it is ultimately you would die because you can't breathe if you're breathing then that then that germ is coming out of your body and the mask does not stop all your breath that's that's what people really believe i had a lady at a hotel that told me to wear a mask and i said where does your breath go when you're wearing a mask? And she goes, into the mask. I mean, she literally said it. She and then you got to ask, how much breath can the mask hold for how long, ma'am? And does it, well, yeah, exactly. it, it receives all the breath, <laughs> or what does it do? I know. She said, all your breath goes into the mask. And, and I kind of uh, chuckled at her a little bit. I said, really? The mask stops all your breath? Where, where does it go? into the mask so she literally said we're all wearing a mask balloon and and so it's not it's it's, it's ridiculous for anybody to think that that it doesn't go through there and that that's not even bringing up the scientific research that uh gary haven even quoted our, our woodlands uh convention is that that mask is not scientifically designed to stop the, the size of a uh, the f fractional size uh, of a COVID-19 germ. It goes right through that thing. And, and yet they still just 
order us uh, to wear this thing as if, uh, and arrest us if we don't wear it, as if it uh, is going to stop it. And uh, Glenn Beck well, and had the, a and doctor the real on. Issue, the real issue, before we get to the Glenn Beck doctor, in my mind is this, though. Whether the particles are big enough or small enough and where your breath goes and all those things, they're factual scientific realities. And I support yeah. them and agree with every point you make without a doubt. But I kind of step back a little prior to that, though, and look at the freedom issue a little bit and say, you know what? Whether those scientific facts are true is not the point. The fact is that I should be free to make my own choices as I personally think best. And if I make unwise choices, that's, you know, my freedom. And you say, well, your rights end where mine begin, Sam. But you know what? The enemies of liberty can always find a way that my rights always end where theirs want them to. And, and so yeah. to me, a, f- a more fundamental discussion about this is this freedom issue. Um, you know, somebody may have the right to go 75 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour on the freeway because the car can go that fast and because the government says you can but we all know there's less deaths if you only go 30 on the freeway. I know. I'm not, I'm not advocating to go 30 as much as I'm making a point that, you know what, we do accept societal reality and risk by living with one another. Uh, and we need to real- have that reality check and that uh, allowance of liberty uh, as a core. And so all these scientific facts are great, and I think they're all factual without a doubt, but they are secondary in my view to the core discussion. Yeah, they they are. They literally are, uh, and that's a good point. Uh, appreciate that. But um, and the reason well, why is because I... then it's my mask is better than your mask discussion. Well, or right. It's, well, six feet, you know, eight feet's better than six feet. Or it's you know we can go, we can go down whatever latest scientific whatever we want to articulate. But the reality is this fundamental liberty issue. And are we going to fall on that sword and lose our liberties, or are we going to stand on that and say, uh, uh-uh. uh. Look, this is my right, this is my life, and I'm not wearing some man-made diaper on my face. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I like That's the core, in my opinion. Diaper. And we've got to push well, back, you're right. sir. Well, and, and Glenn Beck actually supports the vaccination. Uh, he said the way that government and the media have joined to uh, nearly force everybody to take it makes him not want to take it now. But he still says that he believes the vaccination is worthwhile. But it's still, he maintains that it's everybody's choice. And he had a doctor. I don't remember the doctor's name. Uh, I was with my wife, and we were really busy at the time. But I did. we did stop and listen to this doctor. And he said, the doctor said, and he supports the vaccination. This good doctor was like three days ago uh, on Glenn Beck. He said, there is zero evidence that the face diaper he didn't call it that he's the the the, your mask your face mask whatever you want to call it um that it has any effect on COVID 19 whatsoever there is zero evidence of that it might exist but he said there is zero evidence that's been produced pursuant to people wearing the mask no one knows that. The people that are trying to force you in, in stores and schools to wear the mask, none of them have any evidence whatsoever that it actually works. And and uh, I really appreciated their view. Uh, both of them supported the vaccine, but b- both of them said there is zero evidence. There is zero evidence that this works. And yet now we have churches, and my, my church in particular, 
that is coming out and asking people to be a good citizen and wear the mask and get the vaccination. And this is just absolute nonsense. It is absolutely contrary to everything our country and our constitution were supposed to stand for. And uh, what it really is, what it really is, is propaganda as well, because, again, you know, one of the phrases they like to say about us is, well, without evidence. And that's where we are here, without evidence scenario. Uh, Masks have been debated until the cows come home. Uh, And even Fauci and many others for the scientific community said they're no good for years. And then all of a sudden they flip flopped when it came to the COVID. And now it's pushed down your throat. And any dissenters are considered, what, terrorists? Quick pause. Sheriff Mack on your radio. Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. The South seems to be leading the way in new COVID cases in the U.S. Louisiana with the highest rate of new cases per capita this month, Florida second. But former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb telling CNBC Friday he sees good news ahead. There's an indication, it's a very clear indication across the South right now that you are seeing signs of the virus starting to peak. Um, and what I mean, what I mean by peaking is new daily cases will start going down probably this week. There'll probably be a discernible pattern towards cases day over day starting to trend downwards. Dr. Gottlieb also says he'd like to see the elderly get first crack at COVID booster shots. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky Friday calling for those with compromised immune systems to get the booster to prevent serious and possibly life-threatening cases. A deadly school shooting in New Mexico happening Friday at a middle school in Albuquerque. A 13-year-old arrested for allegedly killing another student outside during lunch. This is USA Radio News. Hey, good day, bingo. Bingo lovers, you have to try Bingo Treasure. The bingo game you play anywhere. Go to BingoRadioUSA.com. BingoRadioUSA.com. From your smartphone, your tablet, or computer, and play Bingo Treasure for free. Play one card, play more. Bingo Treasure keeps score. Win rewards, chat with other players. Go to BingoRadioUSA.com to get started for free. Work your way through the maze of bingo fun. Bingo Treasure's all the excitement of bingo with you anywhere. Sign up and play for free at BingoRadioUSA.com. Thousands of bingo lovers are playing right now. Earn bonus points, pop balloons for even more fun. See how far you can go. Join the bingo revolution at BingoRadioUSA.com. That's BingoRadioUSA.com. Hurry, free accounts are limited. BingoRadioUSA.com. BingoRadioUSA.com. Great Britain dealing with its deadliest mass shooting in over a decade. A 22-year-old man kills five people, including his mother and a three-year-old girl Thursday in Plymouth before taking his own life. Security officials expressing concerns about the anniversary of 9-11. The Department of Homeland Security on Friday issuing a terrorism alert. DHS says the anniversary could serve as a catalyst for acts of targeted violence during what's already a heightened threat environment. The U.S. reporting over one and a half million new COVID cases this month. Two governors talk about how they're handling the Delta surge in their states. Wendy King has more. The governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, is calling up the National Guard to assist with putting up temporary hospitals. To support our hospitals overstretched by patients during the Delta surge. While the governor of Mississippi, Tate Reeves, says he won't impose a mask mandate and won't push people to get vaccinated. There are risks associated with taking the vaccine. There are risks associated with not taking the vaccine. 
From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. This is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, CSPOA.org with me, ladies and gentlemen. CSPOA, a partnership between local law enforcement and we, the people. Yeah, especially sheriffs. Stand with your sheriffs, ladies and gentlemen, CSPOA.org. So the CDC now corrects COVID case count, Sheriff. Uh, They had a problem with the Florida data set and Florida health department made a complaint against the cdc the cdc had to correct the data you know how they're complaining uh that the numbers are going up and up and up and up in florida attacking ron DeSantis yes. and others well now it turns yes. out they combined three days into one got caught ah <laughs> whoops uh, so the florida health department complained cdc had to correct it and, you know it's surprising to me the numbers are triple not not you know one third right yeah. who's, it always who's, goes who's the way they want to go yeah, nobody. I mean, I mean, nobody is. I mean, but even, it is worth highlighting though and calling them out every time. Right. Go ahead, sir. No, I, cut. yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, no, they, they gosh, they're you know that you you got to go newsflash on that. You know that that's been happening since the get go. The CDC has been inflating the numbers. Uh, local hospitals have been inflating the numbers at the direction of the CDC. And so nobody knows what's going on with this uh, disease, um, but we still know. Even with even with their inflated numbers, it's still a ninety nine percent survival rate. You're now part of the ninety nine percent, Sam. Congratulations. Yes, I and, am, uh, sir. So was I. And uh, and by the, the way, more and more also. would be if we'd use ivermectin or MMS or uh, you know hydroxychloroquine or many of these other. Uh, first-line solutions. In fact, Ron DeSantis pushing for one of these right now. You might find this kind of interesting. Um, let me see if I can find this real quick. It says Ron DeSantis launches monoclonal antibody rapid response teams to prevent hospital overcrowding. Epic times of the story. So I don't know if you know much about this monoclonal antibody rapid stuff. Um, but it's what they gave President Trump. It's a experimental situation as well, but what they have is antibodies from people who have had the COVID. They can now give to you to help you fight the COVID, and uh, it's another, again, alternative solution. Uh, I'm not so sure that a governor should be launching rapid response teams for this, but I will say it's a very interesting development, to say the least, and now Ron's being attacked for it. Yeah, of course. And anybody who uh, does anything contrary to their propaganda scheme and their brainwashing and their lies about this uh, virus uh, get the same thing. Uh, It's going to happen. It's already happened to you and me somewhat, uh, but it's going to happen no matter what. And this this whole thing about uh, no vaccine, no compassion uh, is is absolutely to me. Uh, the mantra of the left and the mantra of uh, the socialist takeover of America. If you get in our way, we will not just ostracize you or marginalize you. We will make sure that you that you can barely live. 
but you cannot go anywhere. You cannot do anything. You're going to be confined to your home. And this is exactly what you get for not supporting our agenda. You get in the way of our agenda, and we will take you out. And that's exactly what they've said, and that's exactly what they've done. And now, Sam, I'm going to tell you this. I, I am very upset. My church is doing the same damn thing. And going to my church now is a, a exercise, an exercise in browbeating and dirty looks and who's wearing a mask and who isn't, who's not a good citizen. My church is actually saying to be a good citizen, you need to go get the vaccine. And the, 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 I'm going to tell you right now publicly that this is a deal breaker for me and my church. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do about it, but I know I am not going to go along with this, and I am not going to go along. Go, I am not going to go along. I'm going to call the church out, our leaders, and I, I want to make this very clear. Uh, I'm going to say something very religious here. I believe the doctrine of my church is absolutely correct, but I don't believe in my leaders anymore, and I believe in the Book of Mormon, and I believe in Joseph Smith. But I do not believe in the current leadership of my church that is taking us to the mainstream socialist, communist takeover of America. And my church is now buying into this propaganda, and this propaganda has been evil, and my leaders are asking us to embrace evil. And in the Book of Mormon, it talks about specifically that we are to uh, wake up to our awful situation when it comes to the uh, secret combinations that are controlling the world. The, in the Book of Mormon, those secret combinations are called the Gadianton robbers. And now we are asked to join with the secret combinations and the Gadianton robbers of today in order to promote this scheme that they're putting out there and destroying the individual liberty that our church is supposed to be based on, that we're based on the agency of all mankind, that we make our own choices and that we live our own lives and that we find out for ourselves. Uh, and instead, we're now joining the politically correct movement of the medical cabals and the medical tyranny and the medical cartels and the other subterfuge in this world. And I'm telling you, I'm not accepting this and I'm not going to go along and I'm not going to pass it off as, oh, well, yeah, the, well, the, the the church is still true and, and the leaders make mistakes and they're not representing. They were representing the church on this. So let's not lie about this and let's not make excuses. This well, let's was be clear, just so people understand, this is a Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints official church-wide or nation, or I should say worldwide, uh, church right. um, press release. And so it's right. not like you can say, well, it's just a few leaders, it's a few congregations, it's a this, it's a that. No. It's a very blatant method uh, or a, 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 a complete release here that I think is um, very concerning to say the least. Now, I'm a member of the same church. We're talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um 
you know, I find myself, I don't like to criticize church leaders, especially publicly doing so. Uh, but at the same time, when you look at this uh, first presidency message, you kind of got to go, hmm, uh, how do I feel about this and what do I do? And, you know, you don't want to just follow blindly. You want to get your own uh, confirmation of what is told is true. But here's what's interesting about the press release. I'm going to read the press release, uh, Sheriff. We find okay. ourselves fighting a war against the ravages of COVID-19 and its variants. I agree with that. But then here's the deal. They say we want to do all we can. Well, they say an unrelenting pandemic. I don't know that I agree with that. It's only a pandemic because of the way we've been dealing with it. Not a pandemic because it has to be. But that's another topic. We want to do all we can to eliminate the spread of these viruses. First presidency message on COVID-19. I agree we want to do all we can to prevent the spread of these viruses. And that's why we need to look at all these alternative treatments. That's why we need to look at herd uh, natural immunity for solutions. But no one's talking a single word about natural immunity. For example, if I get through this COVID thing, which I will, Richard already got through it, so we'll both be, what, naturally immune people? But yet that won't do any good. You don't have a vaccine passport. You can't prove you're vaccinated. Shut you down. Go home. Shame on you. That's the problem that I'm having here at the core of the problem. It says official church announcement. Um, Dear brothers and sisters, we find ourselves fighting a war against the ravages COVID-19 and its variants, an unrelenting pandemic. We want to do all that we can to limit the spread of these viruses. Then they say the part that I'm having a big issue with. Um, it says this. They say the, um, okay, we know the protection from the diseases they cause, meaning these pandemics and et cetera, can only be achieved by immunizing a very high percentage of the population. Now, it doesn't leave really room for natural immunity, or it doesn't say so. They say to limit exposure to these viruses, we urge the use of face masks in public meetings wherever social distancing is not possible and to provide protection from such severe infections, we urge individuals to be be vaccinated. All right. We urge individuals to be vaccinated. Available vaccines have proven to be both safe and effective. When we get back, I'll tell you my issue with that. Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live. My brother and two other boys were the ones that got in the car with her, and she was drunk. The road that goes to her house is like really windy, and she was taking that road at 80 to 100 miles per hour, and it hit into the road there. Her door flung open. She ran out across the street to get away from it, and the other three boys were trapped in it, and the car exploded. And then when my mom found out about it, she called me at work. I don't care what you have to do, just get up here to the hospital. I parked my car and I went inside, and they took us back to this little room. My mom told me that Jake had been killed, and I, I lost it. The other people excluded, like, Well, you can drink, but just be careful when you drink, you know? 
So I don't want anything to do with it because it took my brother away from me. <laughs> a public service message from The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. All right, back with you live. We're talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints official press release worldwide to limit exposure to these viruses. We urge the use of face masks in public meetings whenever social distancing is not possible to provide personal protection from such severe infections. We urge individuals to be vaccinated. Available vaccines have proven to be both safe and effective, they conclude. And they say we can win this war if everyone will follow the wise and thoughtful recommendations of, listen, of medical experts and government leaders. Please know of our sincere love and great concern for all of God's children. And then it signed the first presidency, which is Russell M. Nelson, Dallin H. Oaks, Henry B. Eyring is the final summation on that. And the problem that I have with this is the evidence that I've researched is absolutely in contrast with this reality check, okay? I don't see the same evidence they see. Let me give you an example of what I see. CDC corrects COVID case count after Florida Health complains. Doesn't sound like a genuine, honest, wise leader to me, even if they made a mistake in the data. How many more mistakes have they made in the data across the country over and over and over? This is three days put into one day example in Florida. Now, the CDC panel recommends third COVID-19 vaccine dose for the compromise. So the more you have an immune system problem, the more of the vaccine they want you to take that's supposedly safe and effective on the first one, the second one, now the third one. How many more for safe and effective? Now, the headline also says this, 27 fully active vaccinated persons aboard Carnival Cruise test positive for the coronavirus. What? They're calling it the CCP virus, now the Communist Party virus, right? But anyway, 27 fully vaccinated people have the virus. Now, how does that work? They were all supposedly vaccinated. The vaccine is supposed to be safe and effective, Sheriff. Well, yeah, Sam, and of course that comes from the church endorsing this propaganda scheme that has been placed out there. Uh, and I, 
I, I can't believe they did it. I really cannot believe they did it. But then I start looking at all the other things that I have discussed with you past five years. Uh, where is the church on, I believe, the most crucial religious and political uh, debauchery that has ever existed in our country? Where is this church on the issue of abortion? Why is our church standing silent on that? Why have we not joined with other Christian and evangelical churches to fight this horrible, horrible, heinous, murderous practice? Why has the church told us not to pay taxes to this government that funds abortions? Why have they stayed silent on this horrible thing that we are forced to do, that we as members of the church and Americans forced to participate in funding a private organization of committing acts of murdering unborn child, uh, unborn children? Where are we? And, uh, and, and I've actually tried to contact the church on that, and they gave me no response. And, and so I, this thing about going along with the political correctness of the day, instead of standing firm against the evils of this world and the evils of our own government, this, this time, this was the straw that broke my camel's back. And it, it's been a long train of standing silent and going along with government, and it's it's way too much it's too much for for me to say yes uh i still support this church i do not i'm telling you right now i do not because the, there the is a difference to me, between evil and good the issue to me sheriff is there's a difference between evil and good but there's also an agency component to this discussion well of course all right and this agency component says listen I'm supposed to act according to my the dictates of my own conscience, according to my relationship with God. And uh, the church is a support in me doing so. And right now, when the church says that these vaccines are safe, and they say that they've been proven safe, they have not been proven safe. They're under emergency approval. They have not been proven safe. We have the SARS or no, what's that thing called? The VAERS index thing? that shows all kinds of illness and sickness and death related to the vaccines. So they're mm -hmm. not safe. They haven't been proven safe at all. They've gone to emergency approvals. They're not effective. I just gave you one simple example of literally 27 vaccinated people on a cruise ship. Okay, and they all have the coronavirus and they're all vaccinated. I know that when I got COVID, a couple people got it with me. Some of them were vaccinated. Now, how is that safe? How is that effective when Fauci says vaccinated people can transmit the coronavirus? Well, if that's true, how, are that, how is that effective? What safe and effective are we talking about? Who sets the standard? And we say it's proven. Now we want a third vaccine for the immune compromised. What about the first safe and effective ones? Aren't they good enough? What about the fact that the immunity drops rapidly after the first just few months alone? How safe and effective for how long? A day? A week? Well, now the problem that I'm having, too, is this agency discussion. So Twitter just shut down 
Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene for claiming that the COVID-19 vaccines are failing. So people like me and Marjorie and you and everybody else can't even say they're failing anymore or we get shut down. And so I guess the, what, we support that propaganda too? That idea that you don't even have a voice at the table anymore? Sheriff, this is crazy. Well, if it's not crazy, then it's it's actually uh, part of the subterfuge and part of the dishonesty about all this. So I, I choose to think that it's crazy. But uh, when when you just read my first, when you read that about the vaccination and mass have been proven to be effective, uh, I just had to say that's a lie. It's not just a mistake. And, and the church might be making a mistake. But that particular issue is a lie. Whether they're making a mistake by promoting it might be just a mistake. But the mistakes, as I pointed out with abortion, have been happening with the church uh, for far too long. And I and it really seems like the church doesn't seem like <laughs> the church has been moving left, and the church has been joining uh, political correctness. To the, to the detriment of, of the church. And it, the Book of Mormon is very clear that principles of liberty uh, come first and that uh, our doctrine and covenants actually extols the virtues of our Constitution and that these men, the founding fathers, were raised up by God for that very purpose of developing a Constitution that protected what our church is based on, and that is agency, individual liberty. And and now it, it seems like we're supposed to be going elsewhere because if, if we're supposed to be following the laws and following government, then why did we not do that in World War II for Adolf Hitler? Why did we not do that for King George III in uh, the Revolutionary War times? Why? Why did we just say, you founding fathers need to shut up and go home and support your government. And this is the same thing that they're telling us now. Go home, shut up, and support your government. And this is so opposite of our own doctrine and our own Book of Mormon. And the, so I can't, I can't accept this. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to make. Evil good and good evil. Well, and, and here's the proof in the pudding. So we need to stand up. We need to stand up on this one, too. Pentagon chief says COVID-19 vaccines will be mandatory for the U.S. military by September 15th or sooner if they get FDA approval. So they're going to do it even if they don't get FDA approval. Make them flat yeah, out mandatory. Where's the of agency course. in that? Where's the choice? Where's the pushback from religious leaders to say, hey, wait a minute. Agency is important, right? Now, Amy Coney Barrett, the new Supreme Court justice, declined to block Indiana, Indiana University. I guess they had a um, very controversial mandate. You can't even go to the school unless you're vaccinated. But the high school or the um, high court justice has jurisdiction over the appeals court. She made the decision to turn this court case away without even taking the matter to her full court colleagues.
It's the first time SCOTUS justices have been asked to get involved with a vaccine mandate discussion, as such mandates are normally um, increasingly being promoted around the country. But now it turns out, literally, Amy jettisoned this. She wouldn't even take it up. So she sided with the government and the university against the students, not even bringing it to her colleagues. Done. And this could be very case uh, precedent setting, Sheriff. Another Trump mistake. And, and You know, I guess we blame everything on Trump or the COVID-19. And so we can blame Trump for this uh, Justice Barrett uh, who people actually started coming out saying that, that she's not what you people are saying. She's not constitutional. She's not principled. And she's a sheep and uh, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And uh, sure enough, she just showed her true colors. This isn't her first time, but this was one time she got to do it on her own to show her true colors. And uh, another embarrassment uh, to the Trump administration. Sheriff, in the final seconds, heaven help us. Yeah, I I think uh, that's accurate because uh, it doesn't appear that our church will. Uh, We need to appeal to the the God of heaven, to the person that's the the king that is really in charge. And uh, that's where I do take solace. Uh, But I do not take solace with my church anymore. And... um, you know, people have asked me, well, are you going to leave your church? Uh, I, I said, I will never leave the doctrine of my church. So basically, I, I guess I could not ever do that. But I am leaving the leadership uh, currently that has done this. And it makes me sad. I never thought I'd ever be in this position. And I, I, I feel so horrible about it. But I will continue to uh, believe in... Uh, Jesus Christ and follow his admonitions as best I can. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Those are the feelings of Sheriff Richard Mack to which he's entitled. Uh, I feel a lot similar in terms of agency and a lot of the concerns. Uh, I'm not ready to leave the church yet over it, but I um, certainly am willing to bring everybody the press release and let y'all decide for yourselves. How's that? Hour one in the can, two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. This is the old one and only Liberty Roundtable Live radio talk show. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, and the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Godspeed, Sheriff. Thank you. Travel safe. God save the Republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for August 14th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two in our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. And to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. 
and absolutely were convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restoratives. Wow. <clears throat> restorative solutions we have at our fingertips today. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Now, I have had some Freedom Fest interviews left in the can because I got super sick we never got to that I've got to get to. They're incredible. And I don't want to leave these people out. I don't want to ignore them. It's a little longer to get to them than I had hoped, but I feel justified in playing their interviews for sure. Um, I've got three of them left. Great interviews. First one's Daniel Harmon. And he's the co-founder and CEO of what's called uh, Harmon Brothers. HarmonBrothers.com to learn more. And you say, well, who are the Harmon Brothers? They're a media group. They've been around for a long time. Um, his brother uh, was the CEO or is the CEO. I'm not sure if he still is. I know that he was. Um, a VidAngel. So they've been around for a long time. They've been involved with the Dry Bar Comedy. They do great, great work, people. Anyway, they're involved with our other buddy, um, bon or Connor Boyack. Connor Boyack does the uh, Tuttle Twins. My kids love the Tuttle Twins. And I can't wait to show them this cartoon series. Let's make this happen. One um, reader of the Tuttle Twins says, The Tuttle Twins, incredible series of books helping people understand. It is imperative that parents teach the time-tested values of freedom and free markets to their children. And the Tuttle Twins project is an amazing way to help do that, says Senator Mike Lee. It's that good. Uh, anyway, without further ado, let's jump to this interview. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live, just on fire from freedomfest.com. I'm sitting here live from the Loving Liberty Network booth it's incredible lovingliberty.net there's people around us just incredible people there's no masks in sight it's just phenomenal ladies and gentlemen we got another guest with us his name is daniel Harmon. he's the co-founder and cco i guess the content creative officer is that how you say that chief creative officer chief creative officer all right i always think of content when i think of creative though <laughs> so there you go anyway he's with the Harmon brothers by the way HarmonBrothers.com if you want to learn about their ad agency and, and a lot of his other work. But right now, he's literally taking on an incredible project. So first comes the Tuttle Twin Books. My kids love the Tuttle Twin Books, and I can't wait to show them this cartoon series, says one parent. Let's make this happen. Uh, and then, so the Tuttle Twin Books were first. They're educational books to help children understand the sacred cause of liberty in a fun, unique way. All right, now the Tuttle Twin books started out. They were so good. People loved them. Connor Boyack wrote the books, etc. cetera. Uh, Connor Boyack's a good friend of Liberty Roundtable Live and has been for years. I used to interview uh, Connor's mom when Connor was young. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyways, I digress, except to say Daniel is promoting this incredible new series in addition to the books we now have. Daniel? Yes. Sorry, sorry, was that a question? Yeah, we now have. <laughs> oh, um, Tuttle Twins, the the animated series. Yeah, there, yeah. Tuttle Twins TV. Yeah, Tuttle, I just want. Tuttle. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I I wasn't prepped for that. But yeah, the the book series has been so successful and has really proven that there's a market for filling this void that parents are feeling for their kids and, and educating them on their kids on principles 
of freedom and of economics. And the books have done such a good job. Connor Boyack, the author, and Elijah Stanfield, the illustrator, have done such a good job of breaking that down in a way that's very clear um, for kids. And we're just kind of carrying that baton forward a little bit more with an animated TV series now that we've uh, funded a full first season where there's um, 12 episodes that are coming up on this. And we're just taking those principles and translating them into um, a fun show that hopefully kids will choose over their options on Disney Plus and, and Netflix and YouTube and um, get educated along the way. Real values resonate, to say the least. So, Daniel, why would you guys, the Harmon Brothers, how would you get involved in this? Well, for me, um, it's a passion project because growing up, I had an uncle who taught me about the um, principles of liberty. In fact, he ran a little private school that I attended, and the curriculum was based on history and economics and teaching people about the cycles that that cultures and civilizations go through if they don't follow these principles. And yeah, they melt down as the summation. Exactly. That's that's yeah, spoiler alert, right? Um, everything kind of goes to pot <laughs> if if they're if they're not followed. And so I had that foundation and I had that love of freedom. Then later on I'm a parent, right? I have kids. I have I have seven kids actually. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And I'm and I'm wanting to them to teach them about these things. And I don't really know how to do that. That's not like my full time thing. I'm you know, I work in the ad industry. Um, I'm more of a content creator than I am, you know, thinking of the best ways all the time to like how, how to educate my kids. But then Connor Boyack um, comes out with the first edition of the Tuttle Twins, the first book that he didn't know was going to be a series at the time. I bought it immediately. Which, by the way, though, just it, it just launched beyond his even wildest dreams, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I bought the first copy, loved it, read it to my kids. They loved it. And then I bought every copy since. And now he's got um, 12 books in this kid series and in other books in, in addition for like teens and um, I think even all the way to adults and yeah, everything. Connor's a prolific writer, and oh, his mom was before him. I used to interview his mom back in the day about her books. Yeah, very prolific authors. I think he's wrote, written somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 total books. Yeah, I can't even get one written. I don't have <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right with you on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a slacker next to Connor. But, um, but the books had started to gain enough momentum. In fact, even going back a little further... We got involved at Harmon Brothers in helping promote Tuttle Twins. So yes. we took them on as a client, created some um, creative campaign, uh, ad advertising campaigns for them that were very successful and really helped drive their sales. And because of you, it was all about the right positioning. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, he already had a great thing to begin with, right? Sure. But we just kind of took that and, and put that on steroids. And the book sales really took off. Um, like you mentioned, uh, 2.5 million copies sold now. And then he starts seeing so much momentum that he decides, hey, I should be turning this into a TV show of some kind. And that's when I approached him and my team and said, hey, I want to turn this into a TV show uh, for you. And I think we're the right team to do it. And he's, he's always loved our work. At Harmer Brothers, we've For always loved reason. his. Yeah, we just and, had and a that's lot of why respect. you know I know you said I don't want to focus on Harmer Brothers, but I think it's quintessential to understanding where it is and why and the positioning and what's been done and how and who and uh, it's really important to understand all this, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And a lot of what we do at Harmer Brothers is break down. People will come to us with a product that's never been heard of before or a service that's never been heard of, and, and, and they expect us to be able to educate people on it and create a really positive emotion around it with the branding. And essentially, that's kind of what Tuttle Twins is. It's a lot of education, but you have to entertain at the same time, yes. right? And so that's been the vision for it is to 
mix elements of classic shows like The Simpsons and Phineas and Ferb um, with things like the Magic School Bus, that, that kind of educational value and that family friendliness into a show, again, that kids want to choose as entertainment and just a fun adventure and characters they care about, but then they'll also get the education along the way. I love it. I want more of it. <laughs> I, I commend Connor. I commend you guys, Dan Harmon and, and, and your other folks there. Um, a interesting term or interesting unique twist to this is not only the books turning into the, the video series, etc., but it's, it was the number one crowd-funded children's show on the Internet. Yeah, and isn't that's, that amazing? That's a huge claim, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it is huge. And, again, it really proves that the market is just dying starving for. for this. And we saw that. in. So we, we didn't do crowdfunding through Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So this wasn't donations for T-shirts. <laughs> this was actual investment in the show itself. So when we succeed... They'll succeed. They're actually owners of Tuttle Twins' show. And what happened was we would see about, I'd say about almost one in four comments was, I don't even care if this thing ever makes me a dime. I just want this to exist for my kids Amen. and my grandkids. And, and see, it's, I'm it's in all that about camp. the long game. It's all about the long game. It is. I'm in that very same camp. I have children and grandchildren and I'm telling you right now that I want good things for them to be able to gravitate to. I want them to be able to watch it. And I want to be feel good that, you know what, they're uh, with the good hands people, so to speak. It's yeah. going to be TuttleTwins.tv. It's already there, right? Yeah. So if you go to TuttleTwins.tv, then you can get on the – so it's T-U-T-T-L-E, Twins.tv. You can get on the email list to be notified when we release the app. So the app, you can download on iPhone and on Android. And you can watch the show for free. That's not released until this fall. So we're looking about a September launch for the release of the app. Because there's the just show too many free. things to do all at once. <laughs> well, we're we're about 80% of the way there on animation on episode one. And then we've got episodes two and three that we've got to finish up. But, yeah, that'll be in the fall. But the, the content will be available for free on the app. And even the first one will release on YouTube and Facebook for people to see. I love it. Now, how many uh, episodes are there going to be, or how many seasons? Do we have it all planned out, or what? Yeah. The so the crowdfunding you mentioned, we are the number one crowdfunded kids show of all time. We raised three point seven million dollars. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> we've also um, got um, we've received money from private investors as well, and so we have enough to fund our first season, which is going to be twelve episodes. Now the plan is to go season after season and year after year after that. We feel like these principles um, are timeless. And that they can way outlast um, so so much of the programming that's out there. I mean, the the Simpsons went for thirty seasons, so we're at least shooting for that. You know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but well, the, we it, sure hope that Americans gravitate towards content that really is uplifting, really is, you know, what comfortable for all generations. Uh, literally uh, does its best to build character, uh, build stability in families. I mean, these are the concepts we're talking about, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're doing our best to, for example, um, we're trying to teach, we're we're, we're showing the Tuttle Twins as a solid family union unit with um, dad's with, not a, dad's with, not a buffoon. Dad is not a buffoon. I'm making very I'm being very careful to stay away from that trope. Yeah, and yeah. moms are not just kind of in the clouds on meds because you can't handle it? Nope. Okay. No, 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 nope. They're very much going to be involved. They're going to be very competent, um, well-rounded, 
individuals. I mean, obviously, it focuses more on the twins themselves. Of course. Justly so. And their grandma, who has a time-traveling wheelchair. (laughs) And she takes them back in time to learn from historical figures like Frederick Bastia or Ben Franklin or Gandhi or whoever it is that they need to learn a lesson from. But that's that's where the, the series is centered. Ladies and gentlemen, this is fun stuff, and this is kind of kind of a thing. Uh, now, I guess you can watch them for free, but yet we still want people to donate. Um, no, so we're no longer taking crowdfunding, okay. um, but the when it releases for free, there will be a pay it forward model, model, which means you can watch the show for free, but then you can pay it forward so other people can watch as well. It's following the model of the chosen for anyone that's yes, that's I'm seen familiar that. with that. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so the the cho- the chosen is the same kind of thing. You can watch it for free, but then you can pay it forward for other people in other parts of the country, other parts of the world to be able to watch for free as well, and that's just all voluntary. I understand, but tell me about the pay it forward. It's an incredible model in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I think this is worthy of a little bit of time. Guys like me don't know what it takes to, to produce an episode yeah. versus how many people watch it versus, I mean, I'm just not educated enough to, right? Sure. But I'm a dad and I care and I want to pay it forward properly. What is a realistic pay it forward kind of expectation or that would make sense? In other words, what does it, the, the project justice? Do you, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do understand what you mean. And, is it $10? And basi- yeah, the, basically the way it breaks down is for every 100 viewers, you might be, have between 5 and 10 of them that decide to pay it forward for others. Yes. And then the amount that they're paying for can be anywhere, I think, from, on average, from 50 to like 100 bucks in some cases. Now, some will only do like 10 or $15 that they pay for it. Um, but that's people that are showing, man, this is worth it. I, I want to just support this project. And they know, we show them, how many more people will be able to watch based on those $20 they put in or 50 right. or whatever uh, it is. Fantastic. So mm-hmm. you do educate along the way to say, listen, with what you're doing, here's what we can do with it. That's exactly right. Oh, you put in $40? Okay, 20 more people are going to be able to watch this for free. You know, that's that's the way that we break it down. That is phenomenal. All right, where are the... Um, where are the distribution points for this going to be? I mean, I know you can go to the Tuttle Twins TV. TuttleTwins.tv. Yep. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. I think the app is great. Um, obviously, the TuttleTwins.tv is online. Is it going to be on Roku and all kinds of places? Yeah, well, that's that's the that's the hope. So Angel Studios is our distributor, who's the same distributor for The Chosen. Is that is that VidAngel or no? Um, they they were. Um, because I know well, yeah. Neil Harmon. Who's yes. that? Yeah, Neil Harmon is my brother. All right, because yeah. I interviewed Neil about VidAngel. Yes. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, I, I just backed that project of the cows come home. I'm so good oh, about that. You. Don't even get me started. I, I really appreciate anyway, that. I don't want to digress into this, <laughs> yeah. except no. I'm telling you that I commend the work that was done. VidAngel was one of my favorite things ever, and they've just, well, they haven't ruined it. It's just had to morph, right? Yeah, it's had, had, it's but, had to morph but, somewhat, but, but yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you, but, get, you get in, you know, get in a fight with Disney. Whacked out <laughs> Disney going crazy. But I, all I'm telling you is I love that you guys are basically holding that together and still moving forward with other valuable projects. Yeah, right? so it will be, Tuttle Twins will be available on VidAngel, to your point. Yeah. It'll be on, available on the app that Angel Studios is providing. And then we are in talks right now with other distributors um, to get involved as well. And then obviously... Um, on the app, you can watch it on Roku. You can watch it, connect it to your Chromecast, Fire. to your Apple TV, to yeah, Fire, all that stuff. All that all that will be available. And then the first episode, just to get the word out. But let me say this, though. You don't need a, fi- a filter for um, Tuttle Twins, ladies and gentlemen. You, well, you, know, you, know. It, you can if you want to. I, I know, mean, it's Bit Angel. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You're right. I'm just but saying no, we're, we're, not try, a, we're trying to make it. We're trying to make it pretty family-friendly, family but I won't. 
everyone's line's different, right? And so yes, um, right. what, what be, might be okay for some kids might might not be for others. And, and, and admittedly, we're trying to make this show in a way that adults enjoy watching it with their kids as well. That's they they appreciate sure. the humor. In fact, we've got several jokes that'll go right over the heads of, of the six and seven-year-olds, and it's intentional, but then a ton of the stuff with, um, with physical humor, you know, with, with different gags like that that they're totally going to get. It's a little bit, and I hate to just go back to this. I know this interview is getting longer, and you're just going, what you're on all, earth, good. Sam? But uh, <laughs> it reminds me of the drive bar humor. Yeah. That's tough, right? Yeah. A little bit? Yep. Yeah, the, very much in that main fact. I'd say it's probably a little bit more tame than, than, even, than even dry bar. Of course. I'm just saying it kind of <laughs> has that flavor is the point. I want people who are friends of VidAngel and who understand the dry bar humor. I love that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and for people to kind of understand, that's who's putting this stuff together, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the reason that I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah, we're all kind of a little bit of the part of the same group where um, I was involved in the early days in the co-founding of, of VidAngel. And um, so my brothers run Angel Studios. And, yes. and um, I'm, along with our CEO, Benton, I, we're running Harmon Brothers. And But yeah, Tuttle Twins is kind of my passion project right now. TuttleTwins.tv, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen, Mike Lee is at Freedom Fest with us. He's about to take the stage in literally eight minutes. He'll be on the stage, okay? And I want to just tell you that because Mike Lee has a quote about this, Tuttle Twins. He says this, quote, It is, it is imperative that parents teach the time-tested values of freedom and of free markets to their kids. And the Tuttle Twins project is an amazing way to help do that. U.S. Senator Mike Lee. Do you want to respond to that, uh, Daniel? I love the quote. Yeah, and I've been a, a fan of Mike Lee for, for a long time. And really appreciate the work he's done in trying to uh, fight for freedom in, in the country. And, yeah, I just, uh, I would say amen. <laughs> I'm going to say this. God bless you and your brother and your work. Tell Neil hi for me. And I'm telling you, thank you so much. This is a worthy project. I, I know you're not taking crowdfunding, but I want everybody to literally look at the pay it forward option because that's how more of this stuff will be made. Thank I'm you, just Sam. telling you right now. That is how it will get made. So don't just look at it and go, oh, I can help two people. Look at it and say, not only do I want to help two people as I as I pay it forward, but I want to help more projects, more of these things kick off. Because if it's if the pay forward model is successful, then they're going to do more and more and more of it. It's just going to ha- get this synergism and have an energy of its own. That's what we want to happen. Yep, that's how it's all possible. All right, sir. Final words, yours. Well, I, first off, thanks for having me on. This is what I want to say. I think that freedom is something loved by one and all. And what I mean by that is I think the left, the right, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Democrat, Republican, everyone loves the idea of freedom. Everyone inherently knows they should be free. Yes, sir. I think there's a big gap, though, between the number of people who like freedom and the number of people who understand it. And, and the number of people that are willing to fight for it. That, too. But that gap of education of those who love it and like it versus those who actually understand it and know what it means to fight for it, that's what we're trying to close with the Tuttle Twins, and I think we can do it. TuttleTwins.tv, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Harmon and myself are trying to make the real the ideal. And with your help, we can get it done. Thanks, Daniel. Awesome. Thank you. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental. 
where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting talk. It sure is good to be back, baby. COVID almost killed me. And it can almost kill you unless you can get the natural health and healing solutions that for some reason the government does not want to mention or talk about. <clears throat> Beware. Get ready. Do your very best to be uh, caught up. Get your right physicians in place who can uh, administer things like ivermectin and other solutions and do it immediately because I, I thought I had it together. But then when push came to shove, it was very hard to get the right people to prescribe the medications necessary for healing. So our prayers are with you and your families as you navigate this difficult COVID reality check. I don't feel any different. People always come to me and they say, Sam, how do you feel? You feel any different about COVID vaccines? No, I don't. I'm against the vaccines. I support people's rights to choose them or not choose them as they will. So just as much as you can choose the vaccine, I want to be able to choose not. Will I be taking the vaccines? I will not. Furthermore, what about Sam masks? I think masks are a sham. Sam, how do we help people with COVID then? You can't just let everybody get together and die, can you? Natural herd immunity is the best answer. And the best answer along the way for those who get sick, the very few, and there's not very many, by the way, who get really, really, really sick compared to the masses. And um, let them get the health and healing they need. Don't squash the alternative uh, treatments and options. Don't do that. Incredible interview with Daniel Harmon, though, about the Tuttle Twins and Connor Boyack's project. Great work by those folks. I really think it is imperative that parents teach the time-tested values of freedom and values to their children. By the way, a couple of quick headlines that I found kind of non-controversial but pretty interesting, indeed related to coronavirus before the end of this half hour. Then I got another incredible uh, interview uh, to play for you about um, classical education, etc. But drive-in movie theaters now could be here to stay. Some are calling it Save the Cinema, baby. And uh, so now, because of the COVID, a lot more drive-in movie 
theaters are coming back and popping up and everything else. And I think it's nice. I get the good contribution. I know you would say, well, why, Sam? I can just sit at home and watch a movie. Well, the biggest reason I can think of is because it's nice to get outside and walk around. It's nice to get outside in the cool air. It's nice to get outside and look up and see God's beauty. There you have it. Quick pause. Another guest and a lot more talk straight ahead on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, nationally syndicated with global reach talk show. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. The CDC recommending a COVID booster shot. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky yesterday calling for those with compromised immune systems to get the booster to prevent serious and possibly life-threatening cases. Former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb telling CNBC yesterday how he thinks the booster shot should be administered. I do believe and I've long believed that we should be looking at providing boosters to the older population, particularly people in nursing homes and congregate settings who are more at risk of contracting COVID and more at risk of a bad outcome. People who were vaccinated a long time ago, last December or January, because we have seen evidence of declining vaccine effectiveness across the board. Dr. Gottlieb says he also sees good news ahead. He expects the number of COVID cases in the South to peak this week and then start declining. Security concerns surrounding the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Department of Homeland Security yesterday issuing a terrorism alert. DHS says the anniversary could serve as a catalyst for acts of targeted violence during what's already a heightened threat environment. This is USA Radio News. If cancel culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will soon be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regards to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We're not influenced by big corporations or political parties. Our great passion is to expose the spread of socialism and communism. We cover the Chinese Communist Party and how it works to subvert American education and politics. We cover big issues like election integrity, the exploding national debt, the fight against coronavirus, and the truth about its origins. We cover Democrats and Republicans in exactly the same way. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of our printed paper and total access to our amazing online content for just $1. You'll find it at TrustedNewspaper.com. One month, $1. TrustedNewspaper.com. Help the Epic Times keep truth alive. Another major victory for the Taliban. The capital of the Kunar province, Asadabad, falling today, reportedly with very little resistance from the local government. Afghanistan's ambassador to the U.S., Adela Raz, telling the PBS NewsHour yesterday news of the U.S.'s plans to withdraw hurt Afghan morale. And there is one psychological war, and I think I always say the psychological part we have lost long again, and I think um, that's with our allies and friends as well. I think our allies here in the U.S. have also lost the psychological war, despite how much we say we have not abandoned Afghanistan, but the assumption in the story back at home is they are abandoned. Video from Asadabad shows people looting police headquarters, taking rifles and ammo. Residents in Kunar report the Taliban is blocking the roads to prevent soldiers and government officials from fleeing. The Dixie wildfire, the largest single wildfire in California history, leading to more mandatory evacuation orders last night. At last report, the fire covers, at last report, the fire covers almost 518,000 acres and is 31% contained. This is USA Radio News.
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. We just finished the Tuttle Twins interview. Connor Boyack's book turned into video. Daniel Harmon, co-founder and CCO of Harmon Brothers, uh, was on with us doing a great job at Freedom Fast. Um, we also talked about drive-in movie theaters. Could be here to stay thanks to the COVID. I think that's kind of cool. Get out, see the stars, spend some time, get some fresh air. Let your children know what it was like when you were a kid, huh? Pretty cool. Food pantries, ladies and gentlemen, are struggling to feed people in need. This is a sad tale, too. Food pantries are struggling to feed people in need. The bottom line is corona, call call it whatever you want because of the coronavirus, because of inflation, because of whatever else. There's tougher times for the pantries. Our prayers are for them and for their success. Uh, we really need to remember that we are our neighbor's, our brother's keeper. We are our neighbor. We are our neighbor's best friend. We need to really remember those who are in need. And I support local food pantries. The more local, the better. But I'll support neighbor helping neighbor, and doing it directly within your homeschool communities, or your uh, whatever food co-ops, or your. There's a lot of ways to get it done. Farmer to farmer, hand to hand, human to human neighbor to neighbor and i just want to really give a big shout out to uh, food storage can be used to help and food pantries are struggling to meet the meet the needs of people who uh, are uh, what do they call it food challenged and uh, so you know what don't think that this is just some nebulous thing that the food pantry deals with or whatever this is something that you can be involved with personally as a neighbor uh, as a loved one, and when I say neighbor, I don't mean just your, the guy next door. Talk about people in your area. Go to church, go to different places, and find out who's in need, and and take on a project. Each of us can roll up our sleeves and do something, and that's really, really, really important. All right, we got our next interview. Uh, I've got to, only two interviews left now, but this one is Lee Borton, and it's a she's the founder of Classical Education. Or Classical Conversations is the name of the uh, organization. But it's classicalconversations.com. We're talking about a different worldview with regards to education. We're talking about um, share the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. Our families thrive using three keys to education. Classical, Christian, and community. Interview starts now. Happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live, FreedomFest.com. I'm telling you right now, there's so many fantastic people everywhere you go when you're at Freedom Fest. Lee Borton's with us, ladies and gentlemen, and she's the founder of Classical Conversations. That's ClassicalConversations.com. And uh, so you got to ask yourself, what is Classical Conversations? Share your love of learning through a Christian worldview, and fellowship with other families. There's three keys, classical, Christian, and community to what they do. And what's interesting about what they do in my mind is they start out really with education lifelong. Is that how it starts, Lee? Yes, lifelong learning. Because I see on here you got ages 4 to 12, you got above that, you got what if you're in high school, what about a master's degree, all the way through, right? Yep, we think uh, homeschooling parents are the bomb, and so we put together a master's program so they could earn a master's while they were homeschooling their children. 
You can earn a master's while homeschooling your children. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what you're doing is you're taking this love of learning and you're letting it uh, check a bunch of boxes all at once, right? Yeah, because it really does. You know, the reason I um, started that master's program is because a lot of the dads were saying to me, my wife works so hard to homeschool these kids, and she's so much smarter than anybody else I know. Surely there's a way for her to get some credit for this. So we put that program together. Are dads involved as much as moms? You know, still not. We have a lot of fathers who are leaders in our community, but, you know, they tend to do the thing they need to do best, which is pay the bills. Which is important, but you know what? There's a way for them to get involved. You know, when I homeschooled my kids, we created a thing called KB Days. Tell me about that. In KB Days, we actually got a bunch of kids with shirts. We, several families in our area did this. We actually got shirts for the kids. They loved it. KB Days stands for Knowledge Builders. Mm. And uh, it was a term we created, and we called it KB because it was just kind of fun, right? You guys ready for KB Days? It's like, you think kickback days. But it was really Knowledge Builder Days, and we did all kinds of stuff. We did scientific experiments, and we did field trips um, for educational things. We just had a great time. We had a, an exercise component to it and everything else. And, man, the kids just loved KB Days. We met with a couple of the families even the other day about it. This is literally like 25 years ago. And everybody was talking about KB days. Remember when we used to do this and this and this? And now my kids are too old. But now the grandkids are going to, we're going to try to get them into KB days. That sounds like a really great idea. On the other, another way that we did things was uh, more of an emphasis in high school in that, and there's years because our, we have four sons and we really wanted them to know what it was like to be part of a community. And so they um, were encouraged to find mentors that weren't their mother and father or even their classical conversations community. So they went out of their way to find like artisans and business leaders and their pastors and to learn all that they could from them. So homeschooling can include men in a lot of different ways, not just the fathers that are part of the community, but the business leaders and church members. All right, I want to talk about the three kind of fold mission that you have. Let's talk about this. Classical education is kind of the key for you guys. It's talking about learning from the classics, learning from the greats in history. Many of them, believe it or not, didn't have great formal educations, so to speak. They were self-taught, home-taught, all kinds of taught, all except for government-taught, right? Amen. And that's you know, the best kind of education. People don't realize how illiterate Americans were. I mean, how literate, I'm sorry, Americans were before education became compulsory because they read the Bible a lot and they read Shakespeare a lot. Those are kind of like two companions in the American founding. No doubt about it. So classical is important, and your curriculum that you guys have draws hard from the classics, intentionally so. Uh, now, you guys have a curriculum people can sign up for. It's really a whole family exercise, isn't it? Yeah, we um, don't address the students in particular. It's more the parents. And so when we say we have 120,000 students enrolled in our curriculum, that's just a head count for us to make sure we have enough facilities. It's really because the parents show up, the toddlers show up, fathers show up. And so there's a whole community working together once a week to learn how to study rigorous classical academics. Grandma rolls in. Yes, definitely. All right. I love it. Christian is the next component there. One of the things that I saw on their website that I really liked is this, to know God and to make him known. That's really important. One is to learn about God yourself and learn to pray and develop a relationship with God, learn to follow his word and live by his guidance and love and commandments, etc. But to make him known is a whole nother mission, right? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, 
all of us are prone to saying, oh, I wish I'd said this when the gospel was challenged or something about the Lord. And what we're trying to always do with our children is give them the opportunity to practice being challenged in their faith this once a week in the once a week community. So they get practiced knowing where things are in scripture or where they are in history and can, you know, do what the Bible says, be ready with a response. And so that's one of the ways we help prepare children to make them known. I love it. Now, you guys, your curriculum, how expensive is it for families? If you're a kindergarten through um, uh, fourth grade, it's about $500 a year if you, for a year. And if you're in um, uh, like fourth, fifth, sixth grade range, it's about $1,000 a year. Um, and then our high school program is about 1500 a year. So it's anywhere from 50 to 100 and $150 a month, depending on... Uh, it might be billed yearly, but I'm just saying in general so people understand that's about what we're talking about, right? Right. We, so... I don't make that money as the founder. What happens, it stays in the community. Local tutors and directors work together to help with the families and in both an organization and an academic preparation, and they get the bulk of that money. And so I'm very entrepreneurial, and one of the things I wanted to do was give stay-at-home homeschooling moms an opportunity to make some money. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Borden's with us. She's the founder of Classical Conversations. To learn more, classicalconversations.com. You just came off the stage, right? I did. What did you talk about? We were talking about how COVID, excuse me, how COVID was an opportunity to bring in homeschoolers. Yes, it was. The average person thought, I can't do this. And then they came out a year later and went, I guess I can. Yes. We all learn through adversity, don't we? Not only can I, but I liked it better. Many yeah. are saying that, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I've seen different numbers. The one I'm going to stick with is it looks like about 8% of them will keep, keep on homeschooling. That's a big number. It is because it was more like 3 or 4 before. So now we're looking at 11 to 13% of the population homeschooled. And uh, you know what? That's going to grow, too, because uh, people are now starting to have a real problem with this um, critical race theory discussion and some of the sex uh, discussions and all that. People are starting to just say, you know what? This isn't for me. So I expect that 11% number just to skyrocket over the next several years. You know, I hope it does. As long as people look at uh, school as daycare, it's going to be a problem. That's but right. if they start looking at the difference between daycare and education, they can start coming up with different solutions. I mean, there's a lot of families who are double income and homeschool and they tag team or grandma helps or they hire part-time tutors. There's a way for everybody to do this. And one of the things that I find interesting, some people believe that it's homeschool, it's all or nothing. And that's not true either. You know what? If you potty train your kids, you homeschool, right? That's true. Yeah, you're all born as a homeschooling parent. I mean, all kids are born as homeschoolers. Something happens around four years old where parents just get nervous and send them out to the government. Now, I find it's interesting right now. They say, we want you all to work at home because we don't want you to drive your car because of the environment. Let's, let's do more homework. Why are they for homework but not homeschool? Because, um, like uh, that gal on MSN said, the children belong to the state. Not and in my world, not yeah, in my family. not in mine either. But that's why they think that, you know, if you go after the children, that uh, they can change the world to their worldview. Do you have children? Me? I have four sons and three grandchildren. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Are you, are you busting out as grandma helping them with their homeschooling? Um, well, I thought I would be doing a lot more. And my husband said, no, you won't. April's their mother. You are the grandmother. Let her learn how to do this. And so I do. I do when I'm asked. Wise counsel from your husband, yes, though, right? It was. All right. What What else do we need to know? I've, I, I know I can't cover the whole subject in a couple of minutes, but mm -hmm. I can certainly give a good thumb sketch. What, what do you got for us? Anything to wrap up on? Um, well, the main thing is, if you want information, of course, go to classicalconversations.com. But to me, the more important thing is I just like to get the word out that homeschooling is not what you think it is. It's not bringing school home. 
sometimes I think we be, need a better name for what we're really doing. But the idea is just live life as a family. And because you love your children, you're going to naturally teach them things. Amen to that. And one of the things that I find fascinating is that, you know what, when you homeschool, you think you've got to do all that the government school does. And you don't. In fact, a lot of the things that the government school does, um, in my opinion, trains children a lot like Pavlov's dogs. You know, you go in the bell, go in the bell, go in the bell, for starters. Um, and we got to get away from that. And we got to look at education as something that we love to do. We love to learn. Uh, it's not a time clock discussion. It's not a, um, you know what, I'm a rocket scientist, and so I'm the professional, and you step back. It's a we all learn together. And that love of one another and love of learning tends to just take over and before you know it you look up at the clock and it's like you tell me that three hours went by yeah whoa we better get dinner and, and then you know you're really doing it right huh yeah because it's just it's just the most wonderful thing to spend the time with the children and i feel bad for parents that don't enjoy their children and one thing i think that homeschooling can do is you may not become a math major or a science major or something in stem but maybe you'll learn to respect your parents and maybe more importantly your parents will learn to respect you Amen to that. And again, people are literally getting master's degrees as they homeschool their children. To me, that is an incredible novel concept that really people need to learn about, too. Thank you. It's been very successful. The first time we offered it was uh, three semesters ago, and overnight we had 112 students in the master's program. And um, it was the biggest master's program in the United States in one day. Lee Borden's, ladies and gentlemen, founder of classicalconversations.com. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible interview. Imagine homeschooling your kids and getting a master's degree at the same time. You got to dig it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. All right, I want to talk about uh, Matthew Staver <clears throat> and the folks over at Liberty Council doing a phenomenal job, as always. Um, Walkout Wednesday is the organization. Hashtag Walkout Wednesday is the idea. Walkoutwednesday.net is where you can learn more. And the idea is this. The goal is to invite friends to join a peaceful protest. Join the movement to walk out and protest your place of employment and your school at noon your time zone or any Wednesday. Or choose another day and time suitable for your group. No one should be subjected to forced, coerced, or pressured to inject the COVID shots. The Federal Emergency Use Authorization Law and the FDA, including the FDA fact sheets, state unequivocally that each person has the... uh, responsibility to accept or refuse the shots these shots are uh, in experimental and investigational and have not been licensed by the fda ladies and gentlemen the nuremberg code also states the voluntary consent is absolutely essential health care workers have run to the front lines many of them are heroes They should not be shunned or shut down because they make a personal decision to refuse the shots. Even if you are not being forced to get the COVID shots, please stand in solidarity with others who are being mandated. Stand with your friends, healthcare workers, veterans, those who serve our veterans, serve our veterans, men and women of the military, students, and millions of others who are being forced to take the COVID shots or who are being terminated or removed from school or work. Yeah, they want this time to be uh, at noon because it's lunch hour, right? And it's a good time to be able to kind of walk out during lunch hour and make a difference there. quick pause people are interrupting the radio program why don't know always do that um so anyway there you have it what are they calling this walkoutwednesday.net in my opinion a really cool uh, effort by uh liberty council to try to show solidarity and try to have some pushback one of the things we need in america is how do you have peaceful pushback you know you try to go out into the streets and it turns into a riot not your intention i'm sure right how do we go about this in a peaceful way? And Walkout Wednesday seems to be like a great way to do it. Walkoutwednesdays.net to learn more. Matt Staver and those guys doing a great job. All right. I want to talk about Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. Sad tale to tell. It failed to produce. It failed to prove the Chinese stole the November 3rd election. And as far as I understand, Mike Lindell got assaulted at his event. And Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity expert, 
admits there's no proof of election fraud. Josh Merritt, that's the big cybersecurity expert leader for Mike Lindell. Josh Merritt calls Lindell's data a turd. Wow. Calls it a turd. Uh, I don't know if it's just fighting in the ranks. I don't really know how to respond to this exactly. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what the truth is. I, but What Josh says is there's images and scrollings of packet captures, but there's no real packet captures to analyze. And therefore, he's calling it a big turd. What Mike Lindell did here, I don't know. I think Mike Lindell's a good guy. I don't know if he got snookered. We warned about this in the beginning. You know, when guys like me can't even get a ticket to attend to cover the event, what a sad shame. <clears throat> when Mike Lindell gets assaulted at his own event, what a shame. Our prayers are with Mike Lindell. I don't want anybody to get assaulted anywhere. But you look at this thing and you go, hmm, it didn't turn out very well, did it? What a sad tale. But when Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity expert admits there's no proof of election fraud. Now, here's the sad part. And myself and Cliff Kincaid warned about this on the 3rd. Believe it or not, the last <laughs> show I did live before yesterday <clears throat> because of the big uh, COVID sickness I've had. We talked about this and said, look, we love Mike Lindell, but we see a rat here. We smell a rat. We don't see this going down the way it's supposed to. Um, the bar of proof of fraud, of packet capture is very difficult to do. Is it doable? You have to get your right ducks in a row it is, but it's very hard. In this scenario where uh, Mike was going to basically make everybody eat crow and roll it out, and this was the definitive, it reminds me of the same people that say, oh, all we got to do is wait and Donald Trump will be back in office here soon. These things aren't true, ladies and gentlemen. you got to be careful to be a patriot and stand for freedom and and advocate for the right cause and all that kind of stuff. Ride for the brand. But you also got to be wise enough not to get snookered. <clears throat> and uh, Cliff Kincaid had some experts that said this was going to be a pig and a poke with regards to the data. I didn't know because I didn't know what Mike had or what he did not have. But when I knew that I couldn't get a ticket to the event, when Mike Lindell and crew literally shunned me and ignored me, I applied for a ticket. They wrote back, said, fill out this form. We reserve the right to let anybody or anybody not go. They never even got back to me. And I'm not trying to say I'm the biggest fish in the pond, but you know what? I've been a broadcaster for 25-plus years, owned an, a terrestrial FM, or I'm sorry, AM, FCC-approved radio station for 10 of those years. I've been at the Republican National Convention. I've been at the inauguration of Donald Trump. My talk show hosts on Liberty News Radio, my syndicated network, uh, were literally at Trump rallies, reporting live. Okay, it doesn't get more legitimate than that, and Mike Lindell won't even let me attend. There's a rat there, folks. Something's wrong. You say, well, Sam, they're too busy. Well, if they're too busy to vet the right media, then they shouldn't have a vetting system at all. They should let everybody go. If they can vet it and bring the right media, by all means. But I digress, except to bring up this idea that our prayers are with Mike Lindell. We don't wish any harm on him. We're not attacking him for this. 
and we're really waiting to hear his side of the story. Because so far, all I see is the mainstream press trashing him. I wouldn't mind hearing their side of the story, but this one is not looking good. When Mike Lindell's own cybersecurity guy kind of uh, is not aboard, it's not very good for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Israel now. Remember, I got kicked off Twitter over Israel. I claim that Israel said that doctors, well, doctors in Israel were saying more elderly are dying from the COVID vaccine than from the COVID itself. I reported that. Twitter shut me down. They said they'll bring you back if you repent and change, Sam. I will not do it. I reported the news as it really was. I didn't inject opinion. I just told you that's what doctors are saying. Am I allowed to report that? No, not in modern times. But it is the truth, so I stick with it. But now Israel is reporting 65% of seriously ill COVID patients are vaccinated. David Cohen, Israel International News. I guess it's Israel National News. So Israel now reports 65% of seriously ill COVID patients are vaccinated. That's Israel National News, not me. Are they going to let me report that or just shut me down? See, what a shame situation we live in. Can I even report this? Can I even tell you about this? That Israel is reporting that 65% of seriously ill COVID patients have the vaccine. Israel National News, David Cohen, the author. Am I allowed to even tell you about that article? See, that's what Twitter or Twitter became quitter over. They literally shut me down over telling you a story, an article about this kind of stuff. What a shame. Right? It's amazing. Anyway, check out Walkout Wednesdays. Or Walkout Wednesday. Plural, I guess. Walkoutwednesday.net. Check that out. Pretty, pretty interesting way for us all to stand up and show our displeasure with locking people down and, and denying people jobs over masks and mandates and vaccines and everything else. Our prayers are with you, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday. God save the Republic of the United States of America. It's up to you and I to get involved and make a difference. With we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate generously. Every penny will help us tell the tale of liberty. Please, thank you so much, and thank you for all your prayers for my recovery. God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs>